Before we get started, I'd just like to tell you about some recent changes we've made to our Patreon. We now have a Discord server that's exclusive for our Level Up and Queenship members. So if you'd like to chat directly with the hosts of this podcast and make friends with other like-minded queens, sign up for our Patreon and select either the Level Up or Queenship tier. As always, Patreon members have access to weekly bonus content on Fridays. Thanks for listening, queens, and on to the show. What's up, queens? Welcome to the Female Dating Strategy Podcast, the meanest female-only podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Ro. And this is Savannah. And I'm Lilith. So today we're going to address a common criticism of FDS, which is that we body shame men. And my response to that is, hell yeah, and we do not apologize. We regret nothing. Weirdly enough, both men and even some women don't like FDS because we're seen as too mean and body shaming towards men because we believe that women should be able to have physical preferences or physical standards. And I want to start off by saying that some of the criticism that we get is not always in good faith or is not always uh, like accurate. There seems to be this idea that FDS promotes like only one single uh, ideal male body type. He has to be crazy tall, you know, super sharp jaw, buff, full full head of hair. The 666 thing. The 666 thing, right? Six foot, six inches. Men will try to like negotiate down women's standards by saying things like, oh, only 5% of the population has all of these traits that you're looking for kind of thing. And so we want to, so I want to say straight out the gate, that with FDS, we tell women to be honest with themselves about what they about what they like as an individual, and that beauty is subjective. So let's let's start out from there. I can't tell you how many times I've seen a post on FDS where some woman expresses her personal sexual preferences, and it gets shared all over Reddit. It gets shared all over Twitter, and then there's guys in the comments posting all sorts of insane statistics they've had on deck about how what she wants is like a minuscule portion of the population. And I'm like, why are you wasting your time on this? <laughs> the thing about this, the thing about that is, I'm just wondering: Are they trying to demoralize women out of fucking the guys we want to fuck? Yeah, that's it. They're basically like, you got to settle. I think that's ding, it. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, it's, it's, almost like, it's almost like the way, like, they do this a lot when you talk about height. They start talking about how, oh, only 0.03% of the population is above six feet. And it's like... No, they're not. I see fucking tall guys all the time. It's like half the guys out there. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, I see, like, men who are tall all the time, firstly. And, like, secondly, even if that is true... That's still, like, what's your point? People can have a, a preference that only includes, you know, one person in the world. They are entitled to have that preference. Yeah, like, you could be, like, in the movie Practical Magic. Like, I only want to date a guy who has one blue eye and one green eye and knows how to flip pancakes and stuff. And was born on a Thursday. And was born on a Thursday. No matter how fucking ridiculous or, you know, even if you say, oh, that, you know, you have these standards and that person literally does not exist. It's like, first of all, he could. You never know that. And secondly, none of your business. You're not hurting anyone by having physical standards. And it sort of represents their lack of understanding of FDS. They seem to think that we are appealing 
to every single man out there, which is why you see these men sort of inserting themselves into our definition of high value. So, for example, they'll say, um, you know, your your standards are unrealistic. You know, I wouldn't date you anyway. It's like, firstly, we wouldn't want to date you. Secondly, the whole point of FDS is to find a man that is that you're attracted to and who treats you well, which unfortunately seems to be a minority of men. I mean, so if our preferences exclude a lot of men, that's sort of the point. (laughs) It's a minority of men partially because they don't put nearly as much effort in their appearance as a group as they should. Okay, can we pull over on this one and expand on this? Yes, pull over. Men tend to hyperfixate on the traits that they can't control so that they can blame women for being shallow rather than having to put any effort into becoming more attractive. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's it. Facts. Preach. Send me to church. So many times when we express a physical or sexual preference, men just look at that and they're like, oh, I guess I just have to give up or there's nothing I can do. Oh, so you just want me to die then? (laughs) Or yeah, or you're promoting promoting eugenics by having sexual preferences. Or you're promoting male suicide. If you say, oh, I don't want to date short guys, then short guys will be like, oh, so you just want me to kill myself then? Nobody said that, but, you know. <laughs> like, that's on, that's on you. Like, so that's what yeah. you think, so. They're completely used to women lying or virtue signaling about the types of men they find attractive in a way that men never do for women, right? Mm. And that's the most frustrating part about yeah. having this discussion about physical attractiveness is because I think, and I don't know if it's just because of the manosphere, but for literally my entire life, it's been very, very clear what kinds of things men find sexually attractive. They talk about waist to hip ratio. They talk about breast size. They talk about um, they don't like women who are too muscular. They want women with long hair. Foot size, skin color, nipple size. like Nipple size, nipple color. If it sags, <laughs> shape, like the whole shebang. But if I get up here and I say, I prefer a man who has a trapezoid body shape, then I'm body shaming men who are round. And I'm body shaming. And you're into eugenics rare as well. Don't forget that. You're into eugenics. Yeah, yeah. And I'm into eugenics. And I want all the men who don't have that to die. And I'm promoting the suicide rate among young men and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Men are so fucking hysterical. Like they just catastrophize women's standards. Actually, as an aside, I just want to pull over and and, like state definitions real quick because the word high value men gets thrown a lot on the internet. I think because value is subjective. I think when, when FDS, when we say like, oh, a high value man wouldn't do that or a high value man wouldn't treat you badly, blah, 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 blah. Men listen to that and they fucking laugh because in their mind, they think uh, men think that a high value man is a man who is tall, attractive, who gets lots of women, who's probably very rich. And they think in their mind, they think that type of man is allowed to treat women badly. And so I want to be clear with FDS. For us, a high value man is someone that adds value to the, the individual woman's life, right? So a man could be high value to one woman and not be high value to another Again, mm. because value is subjective. So when we say a man is high value, or even if we say a man is low value, it's not like a death sentence if we say a man is low value. Like, there are things that you can do to improve yourself. And just because you're low value to one woman might not mean that you're, you could be, they could be higher value to another woman. But certain things are deal breakers, right? So being lazy, or lazy is always low value, right? Treating women badly, always low value. Generally, our definitions of high value and low value 
center on character issues, right? So when we talk about like majority yeah. of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah majority exactly. of the time, like ninety percent. But then keeping physically fit, eating healthy, showering, showering, wiping your ass, wiping your ass, just hygiene, putting effort in your appearance. <laughs> I mean, those are things that are also habits. Dressing like an adult man and not a toddler. Right. Those are habits, right? Those are habits. Those are um, you investing in your physical attractiveness to the opposite sex, which the opposite sex generally finds attractive. And women tend to know that. So women tend to invest at least something into their physical appearance to be sexually attractive to men. But it seems like there is no reciprocation, or at least not even close to the amount of reciprocation needed coming from the male half of the species. So some of the some of the corrective uh, body shaming that that some of the body shaming that FDS does is actually corrective in the sense of men need to know that women have physical standards and we need to start enforcing said physical standards and to the extent that they can meet them they should meet them. You obviously can't do anything about your height, but you can go to a department store and learn how to dress for your body type, right? Or uh, like they do stuff like that for free, right? You can literally go to like the men's department and get uh, I think they do measuring for men similar to how they do bra fitting for women in like uh, female department stores. You can go to department stores and get these services done. You can go to a barber and have them cut your hair a certain way you know barber like comparatively going to a barber is nowhere near as expensive as it is for women to get their hair cut so when i just see guys walking around with like the super cuts like bowl haircut i'm like you you didn't even try right <laughs> the five dollar super cuts haircut yeah if you're still going there and you're not a child anymore then you know you're making a decision to not invest in your physical appearance in a way that's going to be attractive to women yeah. And I do want to point out that um, a lot of attractiveness isn't even uh, necessarily about um, like genetics. A lot of it is about effort. And a lot of it is also about wealth. Let's just be real, right? There, you know, there's the line like, uh, you're not ugly, you're just poor. And I know that some people say it's like classist or mean of me to say that. Um, but if a guy like can't literally cannot afford to like be attractive, like I don't want to date him. I'm sorry. Like I have, I do have income requirements as well. Uh which are also perfectly valid for women to have. And so, um, but it just doesn't cost as much for men to be attractive as women. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Consider the pink test. Like, that's why, that's why there's not as much sympathy here because the pink tax for women, in addition to our differing biological functions, which, which makes us have to spend money on things like pads and tampons and a lot more toilet paper, et cetera, et cetera. Like things that women have to pay for to invest in our just basic hygiene. Men, as I see it, they don't even spend as much on basic hygiene as we do if they were to just like spend as much as we spend on basic hygiene and put it into their appearance then they would be a lot closer to us than they are but as of right now they're not doing any of that yeah okay controversial controversial take okay i actually think it should be the norm for men to get hair transplant surgery when they start going bald and a lot of guys will be like, oh, but it's expensive. It's like ten to $20,000, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, guess what? Women will probably spend at least that much on their hair over the course of their lifetime. So for women, the cost is more spread out over the course of their lifetime. But we're still spending a lot of money on our hair, right? And, you know, you look at Machine Gun Kelly. He used to be going bald, and he was not that attractive back then. Now he's dating Megan Fox after getting hair transplant surgery. So uh, every man, if he was responsible, he would save up his entire life to... A, a smart man would put would have a savings account and save up his entire life for when he starts going bald. 
I'm conflicted on that because you'll end up with the LeBron James hairline. And also, not all like bald men, I'll caveat, are unattractive. I think that would be like hair transplants is a is a potential avenue, so to speak. If you if he's insecure about going bald, and he's and he's taking it out on women for not finding him attractive if that makes sense. But if he's just cool with going bald and he's happy to rock his, you know, to rock the look, then I guess more power to him. Yeah, some guys will shave their head when they start going bald. Honestly, more power to him, but uh, I just don't think baldness is attractive. I like, I take, I have really, really long hair. I think hair is an important signifier of like health and just overall attractiveness in men as well. Uh, If I have long, beautiful, amazing flowing hair, I want a man to have a full head of hair too. And I don't think that's an unreasonable expectation because I hold myself, any standard that I have for men, I hold myself to the same standard. Yeah. One of the tenets of FDS is that we don't standard shame. So whatever you personally find sexually attractive and want, we don't tell women they're not allowed to find that sexually attractive. So it doesn't really matter if men find it shallow or not. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. And there's this weird dynamic where whenever a woman says like, oh, I actually do prefer men who are tall, rich and handsome. And then other women are like, I don't know why, but some women just react negatively to that. I do see these on the comments for unflared users on Reddit where they say things like, um, you know, women be like, well, personally, I actually prefer shorter men or personally, I actually prefer men with smaller penises and will attack the women who have the higher standard, but it never goes the other way, right? Except for an FDS. Like, we'll only attack women (laughs) for having lower standards. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Right, and that's very deliberate. It was a very deliberate setup by the original mods to encourage women to be honest about what they are sexually attracted to rather than do that endless virtue signaling where one woman says she likes something that other women feel is too outrageous or too... Um, or like she doesn't deserve it. She doesn't deserve it. And, and just understand that's a tool of patriarchy, right? They're getting women to police other women's sexual attraction triggers and sexual and what they find to be sexually attractive in a way that you just never see men do. Yeah, if a man says he wants a, a, wants a hot supermodel, blonde, huge tits, every single other guy around would be like, yeah, you, you deserve that, bro. Like, they would never tear them down for wanting a more attractive woman. They would pump yeah. each other up. They're allowed to just have their sexual preferences and just have them be what they are. And they're al- and to be honest, it's not even just them having their sexual preferences. A lot of times they go out of their way to shame and antagonize women who don't meet said sexual preferences, right? Or who they feel don't deserve the partners that they get if they are not what this particular man feels is attractive. Case in point, I, uh, I had kind of a joke on my Twitter. There's this woman who is a fitness model and she just posted her 16 year anniversary. Now I know nothing about their relationship. So this was just me trying to be funny, but I retweeted it because her husband's like a little bit chunky. And I said a little bit, he's fucking morbidly obese. He's, he's big. He's big, especially compared to her and her being an actual, he weighs at least like 300 pounds, like minimum her being an actual fitness model. So yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. So I was like, is it okay for a woman to cheat if her husband gets out of shape? (laughs) because women are visual creatures and him walking around like that is a reflection of her because you see because you see the opposite on twitter all the time where a celebrity or someone famous or not even not even famous sometimes if you just see a wedding photo and the woman's bigger than the man a lot of times you'll see guys in the comments talking about how this woman doesn't deserve a man like that just because she's bigger yeah men men will be so fucking ruthless to 
other men who are dating overweight women. Like, just see how men treat Pierce Brosnan, right? Like, Pierce Brosnan married a woman when she was thin. I can't remember the name of his wife, but... Uh, Keely Shay. Yeah. And so she's a little overweight now, but she's still, like, her face is still beautiful. She still dresses great, and he's still in love with her, and he still thinks she's beautiful, but people are so fucking mean. Or look at Keanu Reeves, right? Another guy that for some reason, Scrotes idolize him. Uh, you know, he's dating an age-appropriate woman, and she has gray hair, and they're all saying, like, all the men online are reeing, being like, he should be dating a young, hot supermodel! <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so men police each other to have higher standards, but men, women police each other to have lower standards. Correct. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So what FDS does is we subvert that norm where we police women to have higher standards, right? If anything, if we're doing any policing, it's that we're telling them that it's okay to have sexual attraction to attractive men, obviously. Part of um, this ethos, I think, led to the now defunct Finest Fuck Friday flare that was on the subreddit. Yeah. So months back some of the mods decided to introduce a flare called finest fuck Fridays where women could post pictures of their ideal body type men that they found sexually attractive. And then on Friday we would just basically all swoon over them. It was super mild stuff as well. So it wasn't like we were getting guys with their dicks out. It was sometimes it was a guy who was topless or um, just it was a it was a guy in a nice suit or he was um, just like the time they were fully clothed. And it was just a picture of their face. They were fully clothed. Yeah. But people on other subreddits or even within the subreddit just went off and just started comparing it to porn. I find it ridiculous. The double standards, an attractive man who's fully clothed is seen as porn, but there's all these fucking subreddits of women being like degraded and like violently abused during sex. And for so- and those are seen as equivalent. It just goes to show just like, you know, you and Ro, um, have just been saying just how much, you know, women's sexuality is policed. If people, if people found it offensive that a group of women were coming together to say, oh, this man's attractive. Um, and it wasn't even like, and the comments weren't even like, you know how on these subreddits, which, you know, men go on, they're so vulgar and disgusting in their the comments. subreddits, yeah. I mean, we weren't saying like, oh, I want to sit on his face and he's going to make me come. It wasn't anything like that. It was just saying how he's got a nice smile or he so hot just really really mild in comparison and yeah it just it just triggered a lot of people both men and women and men comments would be like oh yeah i want to come on her face i want her to take it up the ass yeah like that's how men talk about women who they find attractive i mean that's even mild for reddit to be honest that's mild stuff (laughs) and comparatively there was a lot more women in the comments as well who felt like they were being exposed to this or they felt they were very very viscerally reactive to find as fuck fridays because they felt like betrayed by fds or that fds um mm. was forcing them to look at attractive men apparently even though i think there was a spoiler on all of the finest fuck friday posts that if you didn't want to look at it you didn't have to but i thought it was really really interesting how women got offended at the idea that other women found some of these men sexually attractive yeah I still don't. Compl- I still can't completely wrap my head around it because some of the women were complaining that they thought it was like a dope. They thought it was like uh, outside of FDS's normal ethos 
to have sexual preferences or look at men in a sexual way. And I'm like, I don't think you understood FDS then. Like they were talking about like, oh, we need to decenter men and stuff. And while FDS, we do tell women that they should center themselves and other women and men should be an addition to an already great life um, and not be the center of your focus. Uh, at the same time, like, you know, if you're heterosexual, you know, you're going to find men attractive. So, you know, I-, I will admit I was skeptical about the concept of fine as fuck Fridays. Um, but then I realized like the importance of it, right? Because so many women have been brainwashed their entire lives to think that there's something shameful about being attracted to attractive men or that they have to, or that, you know, if they like a guy with a six pack that they're shallow and a bad person and they have to be attracted to unattractive men, uh, in order to be like a good person. So I think it's valuable and an important exercise for women to be honest with themselves about what they find sexually attractive. Um, but the reaction to fine as fuck Fridays was so overboard to me. It just seemed completely disproportionate to, to what we were doing. Yeah. So for a long time, the, the problem that women had was that they had to get married in order to functionally exist in society because women weren't allowed to own a bank account or own credit cards, et cetera, et cetera. So getting married was a way for women to be taken care of. And so in order to get women married off, all of society was collectively invested in telling women that their sexual preferences were not important because if they wanted to be taken care of properly, then they had to compromise on something and most of the time it was probably looks, right? So so for a long time in a lot of different countries, and you can still see this today, the importance of women getting married is more important than women being attracted to their spouse or even compatibility. Mm -hmm. The concept of romantic love has kind of been present, but it's always, there was always an expectation that women grow into it, that they grow to be attracted to their spouse, that they grow to to find love with their spouse, but that for most of uh, most of the time women were expected to look for things like security first. And then their sexual attraction was a, a secondary trait. And so what FDS is saying is that, no, you have a right to, to your sexual preferences. You need to assert your sexual preferences. It's okay. You're supposed to, right. And that pay, that any attempt to thwart someone's sexual preferences or say that they're less important is a way of suppressing women's sexuality and making us feel bad or that we have to choose men in the old way, which is choose men totally based on security who we would never be shacked up with if it wasn't for patriarchal forces forcing us to be with them. Yeah. Yeah. Just look at every period drama ever where women are, you know, in a situation where they're in love with the, you know, the hot stable boy or whatever, uh, but he can't financially provide for her. And so she has to marry some old ugly guy who has money. And like the, on her wedding day, she's just like sobbing buckets because, uh, you know, she can't be with her, her true love or whatever. Um, or the, she can't be with the guy that she thinks is that she thinks is actually hot. Um, and so because women no longer, you know, uh, rely on men financially, we can choose the men that we actually like now. What I find interesting about those those movies as well is that they always kind of make it seem like the woman is overreacting. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Because yeah. I love period pieces like that in period dramas, but they always make it seem like the woman who wants to marry the broke stable boy is irrational overreacting. Um, but it's like, you're asking a woman... Or stupid. Yeah, or stupid. You're asking a woman to sign up for... 40 years of sexual slavery to a man she does, she's not attracted to. 
Yeah. Like, they don't really explicitly say that in those movies. So I think it sometimes gives the impression that um, it's not as severe as the woman's reaction. But a lot of women, rather than do that, would try to commit suicide. I mean, because the idea is that you're literally going to have to bear children for a man you're repulsed by. Yeah. And have sex with, with a man you're repulsed by for possibly decades. Like, that is sexual slavery. That's patriarchy. Just lie back and think of Engl- England. Yeah. And 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 you could possibly die trying to bear this ugly man's children who you don't even like. I actually have this theory that um, the reason why... the has, has anyone else noticed, like, the average woman is so much more attractive than the average yeah. man? Yes. You know, people say that women are committing eugenics if we want to date tall men. But I actually think that men have been committing a form of eugenics or a form of sexual selection against women for as long as patriarchy has been a thing because men choose attractive women right like men generally want to uh date and marry and have kids with attractive women um and so female attractiveness has been selected for over the past several thousand years and that's why women are so beautiful and amazing uh but since every any man with a some money or some property or whatever has been able to reproduce regardless of his actual physical attractiveness male physical attractiveness was not selected for as much in the past several thousand years so i think that it's not a it's it's about leveling the playing field right like both men and women have sexual attraction and engage in sexual selection as we should that's how it's supposed to work the reason why it doesn't work that way or hasn't worked that way is because of patriarchy which we and the and the forced compulsion towards marriage which we keep explaining is affirmative action for men it's to make sure these bottom barrel dudes who women wouldn't choose have a chance so they don't completely decimate society. Yeah. And it's actually for the health of humans as a species. I think, um, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of, a lot of <laughs> so many like men out there, I just feel like they should have never been allowed to exist. Like they're, I'm looking at their dads and I'm just like, really? Like, <laughs> That's it. I don't have anything else to say. I'm like, really, a woman shows you at some point. Um, and you know, the funny thing is, even incels will complain. They'll say like uh, that they hate their mom for marrying uh, their dad and having kids with their dad who is short. So they'll they're not even hating their dad for being short. They're hating their mom for choosing a short guy. And they're like, ah, oh, my mom cursed me to be short, and now I can't date women, and none of these bitches are letting me fuck them. Life is so unfair and horrible, and it's like why do you hate your mom for choosing a short guy, but then you're also hostile to other women for not choosing a short guy, right? Like, <laughs> you know, do you want the same fate to happen to your son? And this is also a thing which I don't quite understand about the whole, like, shallow argument, is that surely it makes more sense to discriminate on something that a person, like, can't change. Because if you think about it, something like weight, um, you know, never mind the fact that men are horrendously bad at guessing women's weight. Um, But, you know, something like weight can change, it can fluctuate. And also two people can weigh exactly the same, but look very different based on their diet, genetics, training, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But if some if, if a guy is, you know, five foot three, he will never be over six feet it's not going to change. So therefore it actually makes, it actually makes more sense to discriminate based on something that, you know, someone can't change. Is it fair? Well, no, but sexual selection isn't fair. Um, and you know, if you are into a particular trait that a person can't, I mean, there is like height 
Um, there is height surgery now, but it's extremely expensive and very painful. Again, the scrotes were crying about that as well. But anyway, um, but, um, and they were actually trying to say like, oh, women can get breast implants easier than I can change my height. And I was like, that's really not flex. Yeah, but breast implants are also... Uh, associated with a ton of health complications, right? So when they say that, it's like they're they're saying, oh, you can risk your life on an unnecessary surgery to be more sexually attractive to the opposite sex. Yeah, I don't see that as... They're acting like women are privileged because we we can slash have to get all these unnecessary dangerous procedures to be attractive to them. And it's like, welcome to our world, bitch. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's why I don't feel any sympathy for him. Yeah, I have, a, I've, I have such a hard time with men complaining when women express physical standards, especially on FDS. And with that, it was interesting to see after we retired the Finest Book Friday flares, there were still some people that were actually fans of it. And on our Patreon Discord, we actually had several people request that we bring back Finest Book as a channel. So it's kind of interesting to see the difference between the general population and the subreddit and then the FDSers who actually invested in our brand and seem to actually really, really get the importance of having sexual standards and who date and have an idea of what their prototypical man is. And not to fret if you're a man and you feel like you don't, you know, you may or may not live up to some women's physical standards. Like women do have varied sexual attractiveness triggers and they also have varying things on men's body that they find sexually attractive there are obviously like trends towards certain things obviously like height is one of the one of the items that women tend to find universally attractive but i do find it interesting that other than that body type is very different between the kinds of body types that women prefer i actually dropped a body shape chart into the discord which showed the different types of body shapes that men can have and and women you might be familiar with this kind of uh, body shaping if you've ever seen like the apple shape pear shape uh, inverted spoon um if you've seen those like they're usually sent around to help women learn how to dress for their body type well they do have body shaping charts for men and it's something that is not as widely known but i dropped in the discord and then we started to kind of come up with a consensus of what each woman found personally attractive or what body type they found personally attractive. And it seemed a lot of women liked the trapezoid or the square shape, but there was a lot of other women who liked things like inverted triangle, which is basically like your shoulder to hip ratio in men, your shoulder waist and then hip ratio. So for some men, their shoulders are a lot bigger than their hips and waist. And so they'd be a triangle body type, their shoulder, you know, their, their waist might be midway between their shoulders and their hips so they have a trapezoid body type so there's just a lot of variation in physical body shapes that women actually do find attractive but since men don't get dissected to that detail usually they have this they, they have this over fixation on height right because there's other yeah. things about a man's body that women might find attractive besides their height yeah exactly yeah I, for me admittedly height is not the most important physical trait for me personally again I'm not going to say like women out here have to be dating short men, but I have dated short men. And in fact, one of the guys, one of the scrotes I recently added to my pipeline, my scrote pipeline um, <laughs> is, uh, is the same height as me. And so to me, height is not the most for, again, for me personally, height is not the most important thing. Um, I like when a guy's height, it's like a bonus, but it's not a requirement. And the, to me also, uh, again, 
the point being that uh, attractiveness is subjective. One of the things I actually like about guys who are a similar height to me is that I don't like how much, much taller men can use their sort of physical size to intimidate me. Um, like I, I had, a, I broke up with a guy, the guy that I was dating while I found FDS actually, like I, when I was trying to break up with him, he like physically restrained me and wouldn't let me leave, like oh wouldn't let gosh. me leave the house. And at the time, like I, we were a similar height and I was a little bit overweight at the time. So I had like probably 50 pounds on him and he was skinny. So I just like shoulder checked him into the door frame. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm out of here. And so, um, yeah. So like, that's kind of one of the upsides of maybe it's like up, <laughs> guys who are the same height as you is that they can't push you around. Um, like they physically can't, uh, but yeah, so but the point being that like not all women like the exact same things, although some women do like, I don't know, like there there are certain trends, yeah, that that men notice that they get sad about. But yeah, and and truth be told, I don't like men who are a lot taller than me because sexually things don't always line up well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. It's the and it's just a full on sexual preference. Like I don't. I don't like if I'm standing and like my, my face is just directly in their belly button, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not as fun for me. And you can't really do like 69. And if you're trying to do doggy style, you end up having to be at some, you know, you have to, you have to have your feet like significantly off the floor and they have to be crouching. Yeah. You got to get a pillow in order to get things that line up sexually to get like the right angle. So there is like a, a point of diminishing returns when it comes to, men's height can you tell i fucked a super tall guy once so um, there is a really long femur yeah yeah there is a point of diminishing returns for me when it comes to men's height like there's almost like a range of height but if you're talking like you know nba player size like maybe like six four and above then it gets weird but i would even say like even smaller than that is fine for me meaning there's there's a range of height that's fine and then above certain which like which it seems more attractive when you look at them from a distance, meaning you're looking at a super tall man and you're like, man, that's sexy. But then when you actually get to the physical sexual part of it, it's just not as fun because you can't do as many things with a person who's that much taller than you. I think I'm the same as you, bro. I've got like a massive contradiction. I do like taller men, but I hate feeling short at the same time. I just don't like I've got <laughs> <laughs> Make up your mind, woman. See, guys are going to listen to this and be like, women don't I, know honestly, what they want. It's so weird. Like, I, just, I mean, I like the idea of a tall guy on paper. I like seeing them. But then when I'm next to them, I just don't like feeling short. Like, I'm the tallest female in my family and I'm like the same height as my dad. So I like being tall um, or feeling tall anyway. But when a guy's like a lot taller than me, I'm just like, you know gary the snail that's what i feel like in spongebob like from spongebob <laughs> uh, so just like there's just like there's boyfriend dick there's boyfriend height yeah what's boyfriend dick you've heard of the concept of boyfriend dick so boyfriend di- so there is this twitter post a while ago of this woman saying i don't know actually i don't know if it was twitter for it was reddit but there was a post that was th- around a while ago that was circulating that men were basically again reading over where a woman was expressing that she liked that her boyfriend wasn't too big She's like, I like that you're not too big in size because it would be uncomfortable for me to try to have sex with you all the time if you had a massive dick. You have what I like to call boyfriend dick. So it's an an optimal size range for her. And I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because sport fucking guys with big dicks is great, but then it can be a chore because you have to be so wet to continuously fuck a guy who's way bigger than your 
vaginal capacity would suggest, right? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, a, a boyfriend dick is a guy you can have sex with and it'll be reasonably comfortable for you even if you're not completely and totally lubricated all the time, even though we totally suggest that that be the default to how you have sex instead of trying to let men feel like, oh, it's okay for it only be partially arised before they shove it in. But the idea being, being or the idea that they're trying to um, nuke is that a man with a bigger dick is necessarily better. But men heard that and they started to have a meltdown, right? Because they said that that was trying to destroy his ego, that she was nagging him, that she was uh, trying to uh, have him, make him have low self-esteem. But I can see that being a situation where she meant it as a genuine compliment, but because men equate having a big dick with being the most sexually virulent or the most sexually pleasurable for women, that they didn't understand what she was saying. Yeah, so big dicks are fun for sport fucking. So I'm not saying that they're not attractive and that they can't be fun. I'm just saying... For regular use, women tend to like a smaller range. Or more moderate range, yeah. A more mod yeah, let me let me rephrase that. I don't want to say smaller range. A more moderate a moderate to large range. Yeah. Just not humongous. Yeah, I think it's maybe because men watch too much porn, they have this idea that bigger is better. And like they I, again, this is a another example of women and men having different ideas about what makes men attractive. And men projecting their own shit onto what they think women find attractive when we actually don't. Men have this like linear view, like the bigger the penis, the more attractive or the better he is or whatever, or the more of a man he is. And it's like past a certain size. Yeah, you do get diminishing returns. Yeah. Still good for once in a while, though. (laughs) (laughs) Men know that women are attracted to attractive men, but because they don't meet those standards, it makes them sad. So they want women to virtue signal, but then when they actually see what women's real behavior is and real choices that we make on online dating or dating and so on, uh, and it doesn't uh, align with that virtue signaling or what they've been told their whole lives, it causes them to be more bitter towards women. So I think men would actually have a be have a healthier attitude towards women in dating if they just accepted the fact that women like attractive men, just like how men like attractive women, right? Oh, that was the other point is men always say, um, whenever we talk about our physical standards, men always say, oh, so does that mean that uh, I'm supposed to like women with small boobs? Or, you know, am I, you know, what if I had a preference for a woman's weight? And it's like, yeah, you're allowed, men are allowed to have physical standards too. And in fact, they're, they do. We can't stop you. We can't stop. Right? <laughs> like, they're going to have physical standards no matter what, right? So even if women stopped having physical standards, it's not like that would cause men to be more magnanimous and uh, less sexually selective, right? We're just leveling the playing field. What's been interesting to read in the manosphere is just how many men apparently didn't know that women have physical sexual standards. A lot of these guys thought that they were going to get women on the strength of their personality alone that, oh, women like funny guys. And a lot of women do like funny guys, but the subtext is that you have to also be sexually attractive to her. And again, I think it's because it was not something that women were ever allowed to express out loud in generations past because they had to get married. So they had to virtue signal. They had to pretend like that a boring old saggy bald scrote that had the good job and could put them up in a nice house is who they were really sexually attracted to. And so a lot of men now are realizing that the 
the curve that their grandfathers got women on is now rapidly flattening, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. So now they're having to actually be likable to women, having to actually be sexually attractive to women, and a lot of them are failing. And in the in the midst of that failure, the manosphere came about where they gave them like a sliver of truth about the kinds of things that women find attractive. One of the biggest things was they tell these guys to lift weights and hit the gym and that uh, getting into physical activity would make them more confident and therefore more sexually attractive to women. So the red pill is full of a bunch of other pseudoscience and ideology, but that alone probably worked enough for enough men for it to actually be successful for them to look at the red pill as a successful ideology, even though a lot of the other things that they purport are horseshit, but just alone telling them, Hey, get up and hit the jib. Hey, take good pictures of yourself when you put them on Tinder. Hey, don't be a whiny, annoying person. Like actually talk to women and don't, you know, emotionally dump on them. And, And also you have guys like Jordan Peterson coming in and being like, take responsibility for your life, clean your room, basic adult standards that should be obvious, to be honest with you, that was not relayed to men, or at least men weren't being pressured or uh, they weren't getting messages in large society that they had to do these things to be sexually attractive to women because it may not have been necessary for generations past. They're now getting that message and a lot of them are angry and resentful. And instead of just responding and being like, okay, this is what women like, they're, they're, they're coaching it in like a heavy amount of misogyny and hatred towards women for having sexual standards we've always had, but we're never allowed to express before. Yeah, I think a lot of guys go overboard with the weightlifting, though. That's another thing where another area where I think men think that women find something attractive, but actually only men think it's attractive. Like, it's kind of a meme almost within the bodybuilder community that uh, the most compliments that guys get about their physique is actually from other men. And that some women just don't like, you know, bodybuilder type, like huge beefy guys. But see, they they don't know the difference between the huge beefy guys and then like the regularly cut Normal nicely built guys, guys yeah. right? Like so, so there's there is a difference between like the guys that look like they're obviously on steroids and they have like veins and muscles and they look like their muscles are popping out of their skin. Generally, women aren't going to find that as attractive as a man who's fit but somewhat lean or somewhat normal size. Like, I mean, my prototype is probably someone like Jason Momoa. I think when he's in good shape, his body's absolutely perfect. That may not be achievable to get that big for the average guy, but he's also not like bodybuilder status like The Rock is right now because The Rock is like so ripped. He's starting to look weird, like a roided out out, uh, penis, basically, (laughs) (laughs) because he's so veiny and thick. I think there's a diminishing returns in the bodybuilding thing where you can get so big that it does become a little bit less attractive to women. But a lot of men don't even get to the first plateau, right? They don't get lean. They don't get a reason about a muscle. They don't even get to like the higher end of the muscle that a lot of women find sexually attractive. And then they look at it and they say, oh, women don't like muscly guys because they're comparing themselves to some guy who's been weightlifting for 20 years and takes steroids that women may not find sexually attractive. Yeah, And they use it as an excuse not to try. Yeah, that's another example of like past a per- past a certain point, there's diminishing returns, right? Yeah, like to me, the ideal body type is a guy who has some muscle, not a crazy amount, and who's either lean or has a little bit of body fat, but isn't obese either. So I don't like guys who are too skinny, or who are too buff, or who are too fat, but somewhere in the middle, that's, that's pretty, that's like what I find ideal. Uh, but yeah, I do like a guy who has like a slender, lean, physique. 
Yeah. And there's, there's multiple ways to be fit, right? It's not yeah. like there's one body type. If you look at athletes in different sports, they have different body types and different physiques that are preferred. Obviously, if you play in the NBA, being tall and lean is preferred. Although increasingly you're seeing these guys put on a lot of muscle as well, but a lot of the best NBA players, guys like Kevin Durant, they're extremely skinny, Mm. right? Same thing with runners. They're very, very skinny versus like a soccer player or someone who works in or someone who's a football player because football players just have insane amounts of muscle, right? Those guys put on size. So even within the realm of men being physically fit, there are huge variances in body types that women will find sexually attractive within that fitness range. Yeah. Some women might like the tall, lean cross country body guy and other women like the, you know, the stocky um, guys that are built for speed and power that you would see in football in American football. I do like, I do like a stocky thick man. Like that's another beauty standard that is weird to me. Like another male beauty standard that's weird to me is in the bodybuilding community, they want men with really wide shoulders and large upper body and narrow hips. I actually don't think narrow hips on a man is that attractive, especially if they have really weirdly thick quads, but tiny hips. It just looks weird to me. Although um, in a lot of sports, narrow hips is actually preferred like in running, Uh, like the more narrow your hips, um, the more efficiently you can run. That's why women have a slight disadvantage compared to men in uh, running or other sports is because our hips are wider. Um, so yeah, I, I actually prefer a guy with like, uh, you know, like a square body type or the trapezoid body type, but the inverted triangle is a little too much to me. Yeah. It's just a wide range. And then other women might think that's very, very sexy, right? A lot of women like the cyclist guys and the cyclist guys tend to be very narrow hips, narrow shoulders, lean thighs. (laughs) So these are different types of ranges of women, of things that women find attractive. And yet you would think that you would, it just never gets talked about, I think in the detail and specificity that it, it needs to be because women for a long time have been shamed out of having sexual preferences, but we do have them. Yeah. Yeah. So part of FDS's work is cataloging how and why we, we find men sexually attractive. And none of the virtue signaling bullshit. And just reminding like women that their pussy, as I always like to say, is not a charity. You get to decide who gets to access it and on what terms. Exactly. And people will complain that it's discriminatory or, oh, it's dehumanizing or, oh, you're making generalizations, blah, blah, blah. How do you know that you don't like him unless you try it? That kind of shit. No, we say that women are allowed to set any standard that we want. Penis size no penis, whatever. You're allowed to set any, any fucking standard that you want and, and then blanket reject any man or any person that does not meet that standard. And let them cry about that. But the worst is when people are like, you need to examine your preferences. I'm so okay, preferences examined. They're still the same. <laughs> yeah, your preference is bigoted, you know? Uh, so you should not have a, any preferences. I'm not saying that you can't have preferences all i'm saying is you just need to examine them okay i've examined my preferences they're the same now what yeah (laughs) yeah have you thought that that maybe your uh preferences or um standards could be culturally shaped um yeah uh i don't care if they're culturally shaped my standards are my standards right like there's something so rapey about people who try to convince women to 
sleep with men or have sex with men that they don't want to have sex with. And it's always directed towards women. Like, you know, we've said that this episode and it's, it isn't like men aren't given the same energy. Like nobody says like even in the health of every size movement and to their credit, they just say, you know, you know, people who are overweight should be treated with respect, but men take that to mean you must date a fat person. And it's like, no, they're not saying that. They're just saying, just treat them with respect, right? How would they feel if they went out saying, if you don't sleep with fat people, then, you know, you're bigoted. I mean, some people do say that on the fringes of the movement, but they're, but they're very quickly shot down because, you know, men, they, <laughs> they recognize that they do actually have physical standards and preferences and they don't like it when they're labeled because they have them when they're labeled something negative for having them and the body positivity movement and the fat acceptance movement has largely been directed towards uh people who make women's fashion or women's clothing or women's products because part of it was in response to them only displaying women who look like supermodels when they're trying to sell women clothes because most women don't look like that. So when they kept trying to put an idyllic body type for women that was never achievable, it started to make women feel like, well, why should I buy your shitty product? Right? Like, why should I buy, especially things like Victoria's Secret? It's like, why do I buy these little tiny panties that are built for women who are very, very skinny and they're going to fall apart and rip as soon as I pull them up over my booty? Right? There's just no reason to keep supporting companies like that who traffic in trying to make women feel insecure to sell their products rather than making products that look good on women's actual body type so men Mm. again getting all up in women's business when they weren't asked to saw that a lot of these fashion brands and these magazines are responding to women's uh vocal complaints about the types of body types they're they were pushing and started to feature women who were built a little bit more like the average woman when they were selling products. You could see, hey, this is how a bra, this bra that we're selling is supposed to fit on a woman, on an actual woman and not a supermodel, right? Um, So men took that to me like, well, does that mean I have to uh, date fat chicks now and women are being encouraged into obesity? And I'm like, no, they're just telling them that we don't have to keep buying from brands that deliberately ignore the constituency they're actually trying to sell to seems crazy yeah yeah men's reaction to the health at every size movement really just um uh solidifies my perception that men are just mentally weak and could never survive a day as a woman because if the idea that like fat women are people too and you know shouldn't be bullied they the fact that they see that as like oppression (laughs) on themselves like oh my gosh the feminists are trying to trick us or force us into dating fat chicks like clutch pearls right yeah they made it about themselves and it was never about them right and and full and full full disclosure men have had body positivity movements forever that's what hollywood is hollywood is invested in making all these frumpy short goofy bad personality bad teeth bad built balding guys feel good about themselves by pairing them with women in TV shows, in movies, with women who are way more attractive than they should be able to realistically get. And they've been doing that since the beginning. On a more graphic level, the porn industry as well. Like, you see some real... Like, Ron Jeremy, I'm sorry, just looks like he belongs under a bridge. He makes me sick. I gag. I see Ron Jeremy's face and I... 
I gag. Yeah, it literally makes me sick. Those poor, those poor young women who just yeah. I feel yeah. so honestly like let's pour one out. Moment of silence for all the women who had to fuck Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Take a shot, everyone, because. Boy, that that yeah. guy is hideous. Hideous. Let's take a knee. <laughs> for, let's, let's take a knee for all the women who have to fuck Ron Jeremy. <laughs> take a knee for every woman that had to pretend to be attracted to her male co-star so that she could get a role. So she could get paid, yeah. yes. In Hollywood, right? You know, every time they, they pair a 15-year-old man with a woman, an actress who's in her 30s or late 20s, and then pretend like this is normal... That's affirmative action body p- positivity for men. So I really want men to shut the fuck up about that because they have long since created an environment where if women protest the fact, hey, we actually aren't that sexually attracted to old dudes or bigger dudes or, uh, yeah, yeah. Nobody believes that half of these sitcoms where the guy's like obese and he has some skinny hot wife. Yeah. Like that's, that's what men have been pushing as propaganda forever, but they are seemingly blind to that but have to be all up in women's business when we're talking about, when we're just not even talking about them, when we're just talking about how to make ourselves feel more comfortable in our own skin and demand that com- companies selling products to us actually reflect how we look. So honestly, though, I find it really amusing when men find FDS, they, men get lost and they find FDS and they see women talking about how they like tall men or men with big penises and they act totally shocked. And their first reaction is like, I guess because they think we're feminist, they, they, they know we're feminists and they think all feminists, I guess, you know, they have that cartoonish view of like feminists being like that blue haired, like septum piercing, morbidly obese. You have to fuck me or else you're fat phobic kind of like, that's the cartoon of feminists that they have in their head. Right, they have the caricature of, of uh, feminists like that, so they just assume that that's what FDSers think, and so they act like, oh, so does that mean that I am allowed to reject fat women? And we are like, yes, you are allowed to. You were going to anyways. They act like that's a gotcha, right? Like they, they, and that's the thing that that's what I find so amusing is like when they say like, oh, is that okay? Does is it okay for me to not date women with small boobs? Uh, like they think that that's a gotcha, and we just go, yeah, sure. Were you planning on dating fat women and then uh, were you planning on not dating fat women and then you stumbled upon FDS and felt bad and decided to give them a chance or something? Exactly. I just don't, I never understand that question because I was like, what were you going to do before you saw FDS? Because you were going to do that anyways. I mean, it's, it's just one of those like male gotchas that they have towards feminists. Like the, the other one is, um, oh, you want to be treated equally, but you still want men to pay for dates. Like gotcha, you know, like it's just a cheap gotcha. They don't actually take the time to think about to think they actually don't take the time to think any further than that a lot of men actually will date women that they don't find sexually attractive who are overweight and will just make those women feel like shit or as a second option or will only use them sexually and not actually be seen with them in public as their girlfriend and so i actually think that men dating women who they aren't attracted to is shitty of the man like men should not if you don't think a woman is attractive don't subject her to the psychological cruelty of feeling unloved or undesirable by dating her just so that you can get your fucking rocks off okay yes men should only date women that they find attractive too because every woman deserves to feel attractive i agree and even like talk less of dating like men will openly admit that they will sleep with women they don't find attractive either as well um you don't even need to be overweight just anyone 
like for a lot of these men, anyone who says yes will do for them. But that's a, but that's a different episode. Yeah. That's a different. That's a rant for another day, listeners. Oh man, yeah. Well, there was that thread on Reddit a while back that on Ask Men. What was the question? It was like it actually made me sick reading just how upvoted it was that men were just using women to masturbate into. It actually made me sick. And then, in, and it was it was sort of heartbreaking because about halfway down, there was these groups of women saying, "Oh, so I'm really scared that you know no man I've slept with has ever been attracted to me." And I was like, "You're probably correct. You're you're probably correct." Or how many of these guys I've had sex with were using me as a pity fuck, right? And to that, I say to women. Don't overfocus on that. And also, who kind of gives a fuck whether or not they like you if you are focused on yourself and focused on the men you find attractive, yeah. right? And you're weeding out guys who don't meet your standards or like uh, who aren't bringing value to you. I think women sometimes, again, they internalize all of men's sexual preferences and don't stop to think about what they actually sexually prefer. Because the one, the one criticism that we get too from men is that, Oh, because you guys have all these sexual preferences, you better look like supermodels. And I'm like, fuck you. I don't care if I'm like an invalid and I'm so huge that when I die, they have to cut me out of the roof of a house and lift me out through a helicopter. (laughs) If I want to (laughs) say, I don't give a shit. I'll still say i want a fit guy with a big penis do all these men who are like slobbering over supermodels are they male models themselves no absolutely not so you don't have to be insanely attractive yourself as a woman to have sexual preferences your sexual preferences are just what they are it doesn't mean that it's always going to be easily accessible for you to get if you feel like you don't meet the same standards that a man like that would want. But at the same time, you're not wrong for having them. So we don't tell you, like, we never tell women, like, you're too unattractive to like the type of man that you like. I think, if anything, they need, they probably need standards even more because, like Lilith rightly said, there are plenty of men, and just like that thread said as well, there are plenty of men who will prey on on women they deem unattractive or overweight um, because they see them as easy. So... Actually, if you think you're unattractive or if you're overweight, it's in your best interest to have really, really sky-high standards to filter out the guys who just want to use you to masturbate into. I don't care if a woman fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. I still will be on the corner pointing and laughing at dudes I think are (laughs) ugly. And I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You'll still hear me cackling in the background watching ugly men struggle to get dates. I don't give a shit. I want what I want and I like what I like. <laughs> I get what I want when I want and I get it how I want to want to. Yep, Camila Cabello said it best. Also, ladies, I want you, for ladies listening in, I want you to understand the power dynamics that are at play here as well. Because men, they say, they often try to negotiate down women's standards by saying, oh, if you have such high standards, you know, you're not that attractive to yourself and so many men are not going to meet your standards and so you're just going to be single forever. And then the thing is, is like, I hear that and I think, okay, like, so what, right? Understand that, like, women generally are better off being single than with a low-value man or a man that they're not attracted to, right? I'd rather be single than be in a dead bedroom, right? So, but for men, understand that men will actually have a better life when they're in a relationship with a woman who's maybe not their dream woman, but they're usually better off in a in a relationship than when they are single. Right? Men who are single are often miserable. Women who are single are often having the time of their life. Um, so understand that, like, 
ladies, like if you're single, you'll be fine. It's the men who need to shape up and improve because they're the ones who are suffering from being single. So understand that your power here as a woman, like men want you more than you need men. Like you don't need men actually. True. And, and with that, that's why it's important for women to enforce, feel proud of and publicly state their sexual preferences and don't feel like because you're not the most attractive that you're not allowed to have them. Because, because remember every woman who is of average attractiveness, but feels like she has to silence herself because she might find a man who's very, very handsome, handsome. There's some guy who just rolled over in a pile of his own filth behind a dumpster who got up and stood upright and then told a woman who's probably a supermodel that she's ugly. Yeah. There's literally, <laughs> men will literally be sleeping in a pile of their own filth and still feel entitled to sexually harass women or neg women who they don't even know. Yeah, they'll look at like Giselle Bunchen and be like, her hair is too blonde or she's <laughs> she's too fit and beautiful. Or, I don't know, her nose is too big, whatever, right? Like men will come up with the stupidest shit to neg extremely beautiful women that they would never in a million years get. And so, yeah, that's why I don't care about what they want, honestly. Like, I'd never date you. Your booty's too little. And meanwhile, this guy is literally picking McDonald's wrappers out of the trash can to sniff the leftover chemical smell. These guys could be, like, literally, like, jerking off every night in their mom's basement and still think that, uh, Selena Gomez, her face is too round or something. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So you gotta understand that men, it just doesn't stop men from having the audacity. So I think women need to take a cue from them and just have your sexual preferences, even if you don't necessarily feel that it's, quote-unquote, realistic for you to get. First of all, don't step on your blessing, sis. Because you never know. And I think there's a lot of women who feel like I don't look a certain way so I can never get a guy like that. Women are more likely to to try to uh, convince themselves they're not deserving a guy who might be willing to be into them versus then vice versa. So women just need to adopt a healthy mindset of male audacity and completely, completely externalize your sexual attraction towards men. And don't feel like you have to be self-conscious about what you like if that's just what you like. That's such a good point because women often underestimate how attractive they are. And so if you go based on the logic of like, oh, I should only date men who are similarly attractive to me, then women who underestimate their beauty are going to end up with far uglier guys. Whereas I think guys tend to overestimate their attractiveness. And so that causes them to feel entitled to women that are way out of their league, right? So I actually think like, first of all, male ego is already so huge and overinflated, you know, I think women should take every opportunity to try to uh, bring that male ego back down to reality. <laughs> Secondly, uh, women, you have to take a page out of the scrotes book and have some scrote audacity yourself <laughs> in in increase your own self-confidence, even to the point. And here's the thing. There are times where I will be so in love with myself or so self-confident that other people will think it's ridiculous or absurd keep, keep doing, and I, and I keep doing it because I know it's true or I feel it's true or I feel, I feel I'm entitled to have that kind of attitude, that healthy self-esteem towards myself. And so even if other people think it's ridiculous or like, you don't deserve it, keep, keep going, carry on. Ladies, you got to increase your self-esteem, increase your standards and only date men that you find sexually attractive. Be honest with yourself about what you like. Get it down to a science. Yeah. Write it down. Like, <laughs> Write it down, print it, believe it. And go after it. And go after it. Yeah. And that's our show. 
Please check out our website at thefemaledatingstrategy.com as well as our Twitter at fem.strat and sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash thefemaledatingstrategy for weekly bonus content as well as to chit chat with your host via our Discord server that we just launched. I've been loving the Discord, by the way. I just wanted to say that. Our (laughs) Discord Patreon subscribers are honestly a really cool bunch. Yeah. Very smart. If you have ideas for topics, actually, we've been getting a lot of our ideas, actually, for episodes from our Patreon Discord as well. So if you want, if you have any ideas for topics or you have any feedback for us, we'd love to hear it. Sign up for our Patreon. Yeah. Thanks for listening, queens. And for all you bad-built bitches out there, die mad! (laughs) See you next week.